Welcome back to Valid Vibes. It is a valid vibe indeed to know me. <laughs> um, uh, I just wanted to thank all of my listeners. I've noticed um, an increase in my audience. I know where it's coming from, but I'm glad to have it. Um, it's not really, you know, my target to have a big audience. It really doesn't matter to me. I'm doing this as a reflective pro- project, um, something for me to work on. Um, to find a little bit of inner peace, knowing that um, I'm able to reflect on who I was and who I am and eventually who I will become in the future. But mostly keeping that motive in mind to remain or try and be as valid as possible because I owe that to myself. Um, A lot of people owe me things, but... I wouldn't have to pay mind to that if I know that what I owe myself is more valuable and I know that at the end of the day, I can never come to a point where I disappoint myself and can't bounce back from that. Because it's, it's quite easy to disappoint others, but when you're, you're valid or trying to reach perfection or you're able to recognize yourself or when you're doing something wrong morally or lying, etc. You just know, you know, to stop yourself or to get to that point where you know you just need a you just need to take a break. <laughs> um this will be a poetry pod, so I will be sharing one of my poems with you guys. I just wanted to reiterate the fact that I am going through this journey and allowing you guys to see how throughout my childhood and into my adulthood I am able to configure ways to try and or I say I should say I was and now am able to configure ways to remain as valid as I can be so just having some type of truthfulness to who I am as a person and how I want to portray myself to the world and keeping that, having that be consistent. Because once you lose yourself, that's it. That's it. Once you lose your your dignity, your character, your main purpose for even thriving, whether it be in your financial life or your cultural life or even your educational life, when you lose that, that that focus, you know, those goggles to show you where to go, it's very hard to bounce back, but it's it's not impossible. And that's how I feel like I've tried to display myself in my podcast. And the only way I could do that is display real experiences and real life journeys that has allowed me to do that in the best way that I can. And I thank you guys once more for listening. Um, a few phrases that I came across um, that um, relate to validation or being valid are um, logical, rational, reasonable, powerful, convincing, credible, strong, forceful, substantial, and well-grounded. So I feel like that is that is very very accurate very accurate and that's what i feel like is my model my life's model 
it can always change but so far i've noticed that same motif happening throughout my lifetime and the whole 22 years i've been on this earth so now i'm going to share my poem with you um it is called old beginning it's kind of short but um i believe i was where was i uh where was i when i wrote this poem i was somewhere i believe i was in a library yeah i was in a library i was uh taking my little cousin to the library and i believe I can't really remember that bad. This is crazy. And this is, and then that's another thing too. Like I come across I come across memories from like years back. Years, years. I mean like ten years ago, eleven years ago. But like when it comes to like last year, two years, three years, I'm just like, nah, I don't really remember that. Like it's not it's not that big of a, of an of an importance to me. And that's just how life is. Like you really don't remember the little stuff. And it's just like the big stuff. You can never forget. You hold that with you forever, which is kind of great. Um, yeah, so it's called Old Beginning. I actually might just end up reading another poem because it's actually incredibly short, but I want you guys to hear it. Um, it's called... I'm sorry, I'm just trying to linger because I'm trying to look for it. And I found it. Okay, I found it. Old Beginning. Open the fabricated the fabricated blinds over your eyes. Pick a side and lose yourself in it. Your integrity matches the bloodstream of a preschooler, honest to a default, upfront and personal with no sense of boundary or respect for others. When your heart gets poked, you tense up, ready to attack. However, you never stop to think in which direction. Did you even have your own back? We dig our own holes. It's called being human. Start a new life and leave the old beginning in its confusion. Ta-da! <laughs> there we go. So I, what, I don't know what I was thinking when I read that, when I wrote that. Like, it just came to me. I was just like, damn, I got it right. So I took out my phone and I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. And it just, it just, and then I, I read it over and I was like, wow, this is actually really deep. And I don't know how my reader or whoever would read this or be my audience would take it. But I felt like it's just something that I needed to get off of my mind and something that others needed to hear. There are some things where in life you would just share with others and there's some things you would just leave in in that closet in your heart just like those demons that cannot ever escape within this song so this poem old beginnings i feel like is is something that needed to be shared i actually want to read it again i'm gonna read it again all right so old beginning open the fabricated blinds over your eyes pick a side and lose yourself in it. Your integrity matches the bloodstream of a preschooler. Honest to a default, upfront and personal with no sense of boundary or respect for others. When your heart gets poked, you tense up, ready to attack. 
However, you never stop to think in which direction. Did you even have your own back? We dig our own holes. It's called being human. Start a new life and leave the old beginning in its confusion. Wow. That was that was so I don't know how to kind of interpret this. So let's let's start from the first line. Open the fabricated blinds over your eyes. I feel like me personally I I do I do like to see the bad situations being sugar-coated. But I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing personally. I am a person who always has like like resilience like I'm always positive I'm always optimistic so if something bad happens I'm always there I'm always there thinking like okay well here's the good sign well here's the good sign well we have this well we have that and it's just it's just better because being especially being through so much at a younger age I can't just sit here and be like Oh well, this is just gonna. This is just gonna, just ruin everything. I can't do that because there have been so many times where some situations, some people, some factors, some type of outside um, authority made its way to prove me wrong when I did think negatively. So that means there was something blocking my eyes from from when I was in doubt of things getting better or going to be okay. And what I had to do was f- move that myself, myself. No one can sit there, like, especially growing up, I couldn't have people, like, tell me things were going to be okay. I had to feel it or see it myself. And I know that's very hard because... Most people, you know, need others to encourage them or motivate them. I need myself to motivate myself. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, even my mom or someone very close to me, like like my great-grandmother, yeah, she'll say things are fine and everything. And, you know, I, you know, out of respect, I'll be like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. But deep down, I needed that, 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 that blind to be opened from over my eyes. And once that happened, it was just it was just different. Like it was different. And I actually do I actually do wear glasses. So like when I would go to the, the eye doctor, he'd be like, Is this better or is this better? They're the same. Is this better? Is this better? They're the same. And I he would be like, No, they're not the same. We just gotta see it another way. Like I was that difficult. But I literally had to open the blinds and just be just realize like, look, they're not the same. This person is trying to help me, even though I'm 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 in need of help because I can't see. This person is trying to help me. They're showing me this side and that side. And I can't sit here all the time thinking that there will be no solution because then I'll get nowhere and I'll be grounded. Alright, next line. <laughs> um, pick a side and lose yourself in it. That right there, that right there, when you lose yourself. And something that you really believe in, that is a great feeling. That is a great, great feeling. Like, that's what I realized I had to do um, in this podcast. So the last time I lost myself in something that I really loved was when I ran track for a good seven years. So I ran in sixth grade all the way to my junior year in um, 
in high school. Oh, oh, I lost myself. I lost myself because, like, even during that time period, there were so many events happening in my life, and I had to figure out a way to redirect my, um, I want to say, I want to say redirect my sadness. It wasn't really a sadness. It was just, just like a, a, a overwhelming feeling. Like I really couldn't, I only had two, two arms type of thing. I only had two hands. So I had to redirect whatever I couldn't handle or couldn't hold anymore or didn't have enough strength to, to carry into something that I I loved. So I had to pick a side. I could either lose myself in the dark side and carry on all this weight and just fall or decide to redirect that and put that weight into something that I was actually good at and I was actually having fun doing. So I had um I ran track and it was just it was crazy because like you would think that sports are just something that like you know people do because it's a passion or whatever sports sports is low-key like a therapy type of thing um it really is and and the fact that it was kind of ironic because the fact that I did track versus any other sport I was running 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 away from what though and you would learn that um when you hear my future um podcast I'll um explain that it was Especially um, when I was, what, 11, 12, 13? Wow. What? Running? Track? I was running away from a lot of things, uh, figuratively. And then physically, I just started running when I was fast. Um, I, I, really, I really did lose, my, lose myself in that sport, and it felt great. And I was able to keep my head up when I then had more weight put on me. Because I had a way to redirect that. So I'm just here taking the weight, taking the weight and transpiring that into transforming it into converting it into my talent, something I was good at. Sort of like an assembly line, just passing it on, just passing it on. Okay, the next line. Um, yeah, integrity matches the bloodstream of a preschooler. So I don't know if y'all ever had <laughs> met a preschooler. <laughs> I I I am a daycare teacher, so I've worked. Um, I don't work in a daycare now, but I've worked in daycares. Um, them preschoolers, them preschoolers are something. They are something. <laughs> so I had to wear one a wig to work, right? And I believe uh, the week before, I had taken a week off. And then I came back to work with a wig on. I had had my natural hair out, and it was, like, it was slicked down. So I had short hair. It was slicked down. And I, <laughs> I walked into the class. Everyone's so excited. Miss Faith, Miss Faith, hugging me. But they're supposed to be sitting out eating breakfast. So I'm like, okay, I'll hug you after breakfast. I'll hug you after the breakfast. Go sit down. And this one kid, I can't say his name, but he came up to me. He said, wow. Did your hair really grow that long or is it just is it just something that you ate? And I looked at him. I looked at him. I said, What? <laughs> I didn't know what to say. And he was so he was so serious. He was so serious. He was like, Miss Faith, is did your hair is that really your hair? Or did you eat something to make your hair grow like that long? Like he was just so curious. I think he was like four. Probably yeah, he was like four. I said, What should I say? What should I say? And it's just like 
they're so they're so upfront they're so honest but at the same time they don't know they don't know so they they're asking questions so when i said your integrity matches the bloodstream of a preschooler the bloodstream of a preschooler they they can't control what they don't know and because they can't control what they don't know they ask questions and it's just like it's just so brutal and it's so honest where you got to like you got to realize that you have to have you have to have patience with them therefore people also have to have patience with you because there's not a lot of things that you would know about i don't know other people's culture the way other people carry themselves um certain in certain places other people's upbringing other people's ideas or views on a certain subject we still have to we still have to, in that setting, think of ourselves as preschoolers and ask questions and be curious versus, oh, your hair is long now. Um, I, don't, I don't like it. I liked your hair when it was short or something like that. He could have said that if he wanted to. But instead, oh, your hair is longer. Is it something you, like, you know, something, yeah, yeah. I know he meant, but some, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was different. Um. But, and then the next line, of course, is honest to a default. So, yeah, they're very honest. They're very honest. They were like, well, this, well, they were touching my wig after a while. And they'll be like, this feels hard. Or, <laughs> because, like, that's the wig I went to work. So, it's, it's going to be tattered and battered. They were like, this feels hard. Or trying to touch my hair. Or touching the top of my head. Talking about, oh, what's under here? I'm like, can you not? Can you just, or if they have to use the bathroom and I, and they leave and I'll be like, did you wash your hands? And they'll look at me and say no and go to play. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hold on, hold on. And I have to realize that they are, they are young. They don't, they, they know better, but they don't know better. They know to be honest, but they don't know to actually go and wash their hands because that's something you're supposed to do. So it's just it's just it's just very difficult and I I try and I try and look at people like they're preschoolers. I know it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. So say if I'm on social media or something and I'm reading all the comments and all this other stuff and people's talking about other people or other situations and you're just reading the comments of preschoolers because some people some people know and some people are so ignorant to the fact that they they have the resources to know they're just being so so honest they're just being honest and it's not their fault it's just it's just how they are but essentially we're all preschoolers in some way or form um the next line is upfront and personal with no sense of boundary or respect for others like I said, no respect for others. Um, <laughs> that same day, I don't know. I'm a good teacher. I'm a good teacher. I love, 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 love kids. So I was so comfortable with them to the point where um, it's nap time. And there's like two or three that would always be up or have a hard time sleeping. So I went to go sit next to one of them. And my head was just itching that day. It was a summer. 
it was the summer and and it was it was a lot there was a lot going on underneath it it was water play day so it was it was wet my hair my hair underneath was wet so i started itching my hair and he saw it move back away like kind of fast because i moved it like i itched back and i brought it back (laughs) my friends know him my friends know him as miss faye because that's how he calls me my name miss faye he said, Miss Faye, ouchies, ouchies. I said, what's wrong? He said, that doesn't hurt. I said, <laughs> he's so concerned. He said, that doesn't hurt. I said, what do you mean? He said, no, 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 no. That's not your hair. That's not your hair at all. And I said, okay, all right. How do you know that? He was like, because it's not your hair. I see it. Look, I see it. He's pointing to my, <laughs> he's pointing to my forehead. I'm like, what? Uh, okay. And he has no boundaries because he's coming. He's literally walking up to me, up on my chest and everything, pointing to my forehead. Look, I see it. I see it. That's not your hair. That's not your hair. I'm like, listen, go back on your cot and lay down, okay? You you ain't got no respect. It's okay. I know it's not mine, but you don't got to come all up on my grill. You know, there's boundaries. There's boundaries. But, yeah, preschoolers, just like people, regular, ordinary people, they have no boundaries or sometimes, some of them, have no boundaries or no respect for others. And I feel like they always want to use that, oh, it's my opinion, it's my opinion. But at the end of the day, if the the script was flipped, like, it's not, it's not always based off your opinion. It's based off of what you consider, you know, a boundary or what others' boundaries are. And, yeah, you could be up front and you can do what you have to do, but, like, to an extent, you know? And think of others in the meantime. Next line is, when your heart gets poked, you tense up, ready to attack. However, you never stop to think in which direction did you really have your own back. So, off the topic of preschoolers, that's done for, but... We're coming back to the adult you right now, or the adult me, I should say. The adult me. When my heart gets poked, I tense up, ready to attack. You know, you know. However, I don't stop to think in what direction I'm I'm going to attack in. So that means I don't have my own back. Um, How do I describe this? Okay, so... You know that trick people always used to do where they tap your other shoulder and you turn around and they're on the other side? Just like that. Just like that. People in this world are just like that. Every single time an opportunity or something comes where they feel like they can get a leg up or they can try and, um, I don't know, they can try and distract you from something. Not because they don't care about you, but because they care about themselves more. And that's what happens to us because we care about our hearts. We all care about our hearts more than we care about other people's hearts. It's, tr- it's just true. That's, that's it. Because once our heart stops beating, there's no way we can save the other person's heart. Like, it's just, it's us first. Like, we're on a, if we're on a plane and anything happens, we have to put on our mask first before we put on anybody else's mask. That's just how it goes. So, once our hearts get poked, our automatic instinct is to, and it doesn't even have to be our hearts, but, like, something that we care about in particular. 
gets poked, our automatic instinct is to is to find that source of of pain. And that source of pain might not even be the proper source of pain. It might only be like like something that you result to because of something that happened to you in the past or something you result to because of things that you hear on social media or something you result to because it's something that you feel like you have a hunch on just because you feel like you're right. So you automatically go and look in that direction, but you also have to have your back. So you can't just turn in one direction and be like, oh, it's this person. You need to have options. You need to have different sources. You need to have more reasoning. You need to have more logical um, reasonings. You need to have more um, sustainable foundation. You need to have validation to back you up for that. Because if you do not and you're facing one direction, who is going to have your back? Did you have your back? You're pointing in one direction. There's there's one, two, three other directions that can aim at you if that one direction is wrong. Just because your heart got poked. It didn't get stabbed. It got poked. So there we go. Um, <laughs> next line. Uh, we dig our own holes. It's called being human. Well, everyone knows that, you know. There's some things that we do. We just do, and it leads us to certain places and in certain um, circumstances, and that's just that. We just got to own up to it. That's what I've learned. I've learned that a long time ago. Like, damn, I really did this to myself, so I'm going to sit down here, and and I'm going to just eat this poison real quick and, and, you know, add it to my book. Just add it to my book. Stay away from that. That's it. Because I did it to myself. I I walked into the store. No, I looked at the window. Then, no, I looked through the window. I walked a little bit further. I passed the door. I looked through the other window. I took a few steps back. I opened the door. I walked through the door. I purchased, no, I looked at the menu. I purchased something on the menu. I bought it. Took the receipt, looked at the receipt, took the item, that that piece of cake, that poison, that poison, I took it, I sat down, you know, sat down, decided to eat the poison, and that's what it is. My actions led me to my circumstance, and I feel like... That is one of the greatest accomplishments. I know it's not a good accomplishment, but what is one of the greatest accomplishments I feel like I've made growing up. And I'm glad I did it now before I was in like my 40s or something where like my whole life's worth would have just crashed down before my eyes. And that's really something that like I I feel like made me stronger and still allows me to this day to seek to seek like just perfect not perfection but to seek the way I'm accepted into the world by the way I portray myself because once I'm able to take accountability then if anything were to happen whether I be in a team or stranded on some island because my plane crashed or something like that, someone is able to realize that I'm genuinely trying to to, to save our lives, whether you're trying to be on board or not. 
I'm I'm this is this is what I'm doing. Like this is what I'm doing because I have that that spirit. I have that soul where if I mess up, I'm going to let you know I messed up. But I'm going to still try and be a leader in the meantime because that's that. So that's that's something that we all need to realize that like we dig our own holes. We dig it and dig it and dig it and that's and once we jump into that hole, we have to we can't point fingers or whatever whatever or be like i wish i did that i wish i did that I w- what if i would have done this what if i would have done that nope just stay in your hole and and someone will come and dig you out don't worry just stay in your hole just stay in your hole everything happens when it happens but we are humans that shit is going to happen we are humans now let's see the next line um um, 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 um. Uh, this is actually the last line, so I'm going to read this with force, right? Wait, hold on, hold on. Start a new life and leave the old beginnings in its confusion. Now I'm going to let y'all interpret that. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I will talk to y'all again on my next episode. Bye-bye.